What we're doing time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode, y'all. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, what it's like uh, to be pregnant in prison, right? Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to someone that had uh, knowledge about this uh, particular topic. She was able to tell me how it goes when it comes down to someone that is pregnant in prison, right? And it is, um, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it because I do understand that if someone comes to prison uh, that is pregnant, I do understand that um, something has to be done. I don't think a child should be serving time with the parent in prison but then another part of me thinks that man that's got to be hard to take that child away from the mother you know what i mean so i'm going to start this off by asking a question right um how would you feel all you mothers out there parents out there fathers too how would you feel if you had to uh give up your child after three days Three days, y'all. Could you do it? How do you think that would make you feel? That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode, y'all. That's what we're going to be talking about in this, in this episode. So I hope that you stick around. Uh, again, this is one of those episodes that you might want to share with your friends. Boy, boy, boy. Because it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it's full of compassion. But it's, it's also a sad situation, right? But... That's how it goes when you end up pregnant and have to come to prison. Check this out, y'all. When a person, uh, a woman, has been sentenced to prison and she is pregnant, guess what they do? They're housed in a unit with other females, some pregnant, some not, but uh, they are treated as any other incarcerated citizen, but at the same time, which I think they should, they receive uh, treatments and doctor appointments with the OBGYN, and they should. They get their vitamins. They're treated like any other pregnant woman as best they can be treated under the circumstances. And I was surprised and delighted to hear how the other female, uh, other females in the unit that happen to not be pregnant, how they rally around the pregnant women there, making sure that they're treated okay, uh, giving them extra oranges and apples uh, to make sure that that baby's going to be okay. You know, you hear all of these stories about prison, and especially at women's prison, because we've always heard that the women, they go hard. They go harder than the men, you know what I'm saying, for, for some of the stories that I hear, you know what I'm saying? So when I heard about how under those circumstances, when you're dealing with a pregnant woman, how uh, they put all of that to the side and they concern themselves with that child. 
And that moved me. Uh, it moved me to hear how they rally around uh, the pregnant women and help them and protect them and feed them and make sure that they're taking their vitamins and, and all of that kind of stuff. Because they know that that child inside of that woman is innocent and that that child uh, deserves a shot. Now, when it comes time to deliver, when they go into labor, I was told that they're escorted by the officers to the hospital to give birth. Right? They don't give birth at the facility. Uh, they give birth at the hospital. So they rush them to the hospital. They don't shackle their legs. They handcuff them in the front. Once upon a time, they used to handcuff them in the back. They don't do that anymore because I guess that puts strain on the woman. I, I don't think they should be handcuffed, period. But I do understand because from what I understand, you know, uh, I, I just don't see anybody trying to escape while they're in labor. That's just, you know. But again, I do get it. Some people uh, want to make sure that things don't happen. So they handcuff them in the front and they don't put shackles on their legs. And thank God for that. They get them to the hospital. And uh, once they get them to the hospital, the doctor instructs them to remove the handcuffs. And if I'm saying anything that is not true, I would ask anybody that knows a little bit more about this than I do, uh, hit me up in my comment section uh, on YouTube and share what it is that you know so the other listeners that don't know what's going on when it comes to a pregnant woman in prison, they can, they can read about it, and I would appreciate that. But the doctor, he tells them or she tells them to remove the handcuffs, and then they do that. And then they, the process of delivering that child is the same uh, for them as it is for any other woman. And uh, unless they give, you know, trouble or something like that, I was told that they do not put those shackles back on them. And the officers that are in the, that escorted the woman to the hospital, they are sitting in the room, but they are not hovering over the top, you know what I'm saying, of the woman. Uh, they are in there uh, and, for the most part, sharing in that experience. And a lot of these women that escort these women to the uh, hospital, they, they, they've gotten to know these women. They've gotten to know these young girls. And they just want the best for them. They don't mistreat them, and, and from what I was told, they don't, they don't do any of that type of stuff. And after the child is delivered, they, as far as I know, from what I was told, the mother is allowed to spend up to one to three days with the child. And that's it. After that, the child is um, given to a family member of the woman or the child is put in this program. It's this program called Jonah's Journey. It's a nonprofit organization. They, uh, from my understanding, they do great work. They take the child. They place the child with foster parents. Uh, 
and these foster parents stay in touch with the actual uh, mother. They, from what I was told, they they get visits. Uh, they are uh, allowed to, uh, to get phone calls, you know, to talk to the baby. Uh, the baby can go, is taken to visit the mother in the, they, what they call the child VG up to they are seven years old, <clears throat> up to they're seven years old. And I think that's great, you know, but I, I got to thinking about what that must be like as a parent, um, having to hand your child over to people that um, are going to be taking care of that baby for you. At three after three days, uh, at the most, from what I was told, you giving up that child. That child um, doesn't know you, doesn't know these mothers, and I think that's why, and I hope that's why they do everything they can to stay in touch with the mothers and so that they can bond with the child. Oh, and another thing that I was told uh, during those three days. And I, again, if, if you know better than what I'm saying, please hit me up in the comment section on YouTube. They said that some of the mothers do everything they can to pump as much milk as they can uh, if they're lactating uh, so that the child can have their uh, breast milk, you know. And it's a, such an amazing thing to uh, hear how these women depending on their circumstances, uh, find that compassion within them to do everything they can to make sure this child has a chance. And I think that that's something that we should be happy about when it comes to women that are in these situations and they have to give up their child. And some of these women, uh, and God bless them, they give their child up for adoption. And... I don't know the circumstances surrounding that, but I don't know if they um, give up the child. I was told some of them give up the child and never see the child again. Some of them give up the child and are allowed to have contact with them until they get themselves straight. And I just imagine how traumatic that has to be for somebody that has to go back to the prison after three days. And uh, a lot of the women they suffer depression and they have people there that will talk to them, the counselors there that will talk to them and try to comfort them as much as they can under the circumstances um, because we are in prison. You know, and I think a lot of people dismiss the realities of uh, what really goes on in a person's life, uh, the emotional attachments that you have with your kids whether you're a male or female, when you come to prison, you have to find a way to cope with that and move forward uh, in serving your sentence. And I, and under the circumstances that we're talking about right now, I, I just can't imagine how difficult that would be for uh, those women. I just wanted to share that with you to give you something to think about when uh, you're out there, and like I say, the show is about deterring crime, deterring this lifestyle, 
and and this this situation here, this topic here. Look here. Nobody, no man out there, no situation out there, uh, is worth you having to put yourself in to end up losing that precious time that you're going to lose with your child if you end up in prison. So just think about that, women. Think about that, you men out there that uh, have your girlfriend or your wife involved in all kinds of things that you got going on, but at the same time, you know, you, you know she, she's pregnant. She shouldn't be, and you shouldn't be having her involved in nothing, and uh, especially if you love her. But again, I do understand that a lot of people in here, their interpretation of love is coming from a distorted place, um, and that's again goes back to you know what we have to work on as far as therapy and all of those types of things, so we can really understand the true definition of love, and what we need to do about that, and, and that's how we'll be able to move forward. Uh, but again, my heart goes out to those women that find themselves in that situation, and all the people that are involved in that. I imagine that has to be traumatic as well. When you know, If you're the doctor and you're delivering that child, and you know that this child is not going to get the opportunity to bond with that mother in a way that, if under normal circumstances, it, it would. And, and I can imagine that would be hard for any doctor, any nurse, anybody, any officer that escorts them out there, anybody that's involved with this process, knowing that and then taking that home, that's got to be heavy. So kudos to y'all. Um, thank you for what you do um, because that's got to be something that's hard to live with as well. And to the women, uh, keep your head up over there. Keep your head up and keep on pushing. And I hope that uh, you you come to the realization that uh, none of this lifestyle is worth it. None of it. And don't put your child in a situation uh, where you um, you have to end up losing them. And if you have, look, work on yourself and get better. It's going to be better. It's going to be okay. But you got to put in the work. I'm going to roll on now, y'all. I just wanted to drop that on y'all. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.